the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with a friend, a pastor, a leader in our community, uh, Pastor Clint and his wife, Michael, and, and along with them, too, with their four children, have moved to the Bay Area three years ago to start Easttown Church. And we have just been so grateful to partner with them. Um, Easttown Church has a heart for helping and serving people where they are. And um, they have really come alongside us to support us in so many different ways. We're going to be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about some other initiatives that Easttown Church has been involved in. And Pastor Clint and, and, and Michael have really taken on, such as their initiative called Hope Water Project that brings water to tribes in Kenya. And so they're just doing beautiful work um, and reaching out to the community uh, across the globe. And we want to um, celebrate their work and um, talk about some of the things that we're doing together. But thanks so much for being on the show, Pastor Clint. Oh, Vanessa, thank you so much. Like I was telling you earlier, I'm just so honored um, to be asked. And, you know, I, I still remember the first time that I met you. It was outside of a Starbucks and it was a couple of years ago and I was with my youngest daughter and yes. I remember getting back in the car and saying, Hey, I think I'm going to quit East town, our church and go join whatever Vanessa is doing. Um, <laughs> but you're so passionate about what you do. And at that time you weren't even full time with love never fails. Right. You, you had a full time job. And I think you had 27 children that you were managing <laughs> and yes. you know, all of this stuff. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I believe that God crosses people's paths for a reason Yes. And at minimum, it was inspiration to keep on doing what I'm doing. <laughs> You're so sweet. You're so sweet. You know, it's so funny. I heard this really uh, this silly person um, on TikTok who was talking about Moses. And he was, it was, she was reciting some, some scripture about how Moses was really upset with the Lord. And what it boiled down to, you know, just you commenting on me having 27 children, which, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's like seven of our blended family, but yeah, it does yeah. feel like we have a million children <laughs> and, and here, you know, with, with other kids, cause we have all these children, you know, these people that we're loving on all the yeah. time that are like our children. And, and the funny joke was that Moses was really the biggest thing that upset Moses is that God had made him take care of his kids. Like, these are your kids. These ain't my kids. These are your kids. And they acting up. I need you to come and get these babies out the desert now. No. <laughs> that would just tickle my heart so much. Yeah, it's so oh good. Oh, my goodness. Uh, anyway. Well, um, so I am. So and then I got a chance to meet your, as you mentioned, your your daughters and your sons. And just, just to be um, it, you know, with you in your home and, uh, you guys are so fun. Um, so real. And, uh, you know, I love to see that 
I, when I came to your services, um, people came as they were, uh, you know, just, it felt good to be there. Mm. It felt, um, felt like, you know, you just could come in your regular clothes and just love on Jesus and be loved on. And, and, um, yeah, it was great. And so things have really shifted for, um, churches, yeah. for, um, for families, for kids. Um, how are you and your church and your family? How are you guys holding up? Man, you know, um, that's a, that's a really, um, first of all, thank you for saying that about East town and your, your visit there. And, um, you know, I, I think one of the hardest things you, you do in, in any type of leadership is create a culture. And how do you how do you sustain that culture? How do you create a culture that people feel safe, which, you know, is really hard. And I don't I don't know if we've done a good job at that. But, you know, I just appreciate the things that you're saying. And yeah, I, I think this is a tough season and I never want to act like our season is any harder than anyone else's. Um, you know, we hit the two year mark for Easttown and um, they say if you can make it to year three, you know, as a, a church startup, then you're most likely going to make it. I'm like, oh, and then really? COVID had a, oh yeah. wow. So hey, um, new hope. that means we're going to make it. No, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're in year five. Yes, we made it. <laughs> oh, you make year five. I mean, they, they say I think it's. 85% of startups don't even make it to year five. So wow. um, you guys have made it to year five is pretty, pretty incredible. But I, I just, I just think um, this is a tough season, you know, and, but I also think it's huge opportunity for the, the church to shine. And I also think it's huge opportunity for people to, to believe in what we're actually saying is that the church was never meant to be four walls, right? The church mm-hmm. is, is God's people. And so I just think, and you know this, it's like you're in the Bay Area, we're in the Bay Area, it's like COVID comes and all this stuff with racial injustice and, mm. you know, it's just thing after thing and you think it's, things are getting ready to open and then they close back down. You see local economies just crushed and then this stuff with the wildfires. And it's like, man, you know, um, but here's the, here's the truth that I hang on to this season. I try to keep this in front of my family. I have four kids. Um, and we try to sit down every single evening and do something where we just focus on God, mm-hmm. uh, because there's nothing else out there that makes the offer that God does. Right. And if there is, then by all means, give your life to it. But I think we've seen how fragile the things of this earth are. And yeah. so I, I also tell my children, this is like, and I heard some guy say this and I've stole it. Um, the gospel is notorious for running into the mess, right? Mm. It's like humans, when things get tough, are notorious for running out of the mess, right? Like, let's go find easier territory or easier yeah. real mm-hmm. estate or easier ground. It's like, hey, this is, we, I can't tell you, we came here three years ago from Michigan and we've had several people reach out and be like, okay, it's time to come home, right? Why yeah. did you guys think about coming? I'm like, no, this wasn't, this wasn't, like a science were, project or something, right? It wasn't, if it was easy, then we're going to do it. We knew it was going to be hard. We didn't yeah. know it was going to be this hard, but I think when you start following Jesus, everything changes. Yeah. Even value is like success without Jesus is in the outcome. It's like, did I invest? If I invest in this thing, I better get this out of it. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the kingdom of God, when it comes to Jesus, and I watch this in your life, Vanessa, Mm. His success is in the obedience. Mm. It's like, did I obey God and did I do what he asked me or what I thought that he asked me to do? And that's just what I'm trying to keep in front of me right now. Yeah, no, that's so good. I, I, you know, so I had an opportunity to share the word yesterday. And uh, one of the points that God gave me is really about uh, listening, uh, being humble praying right out of second Chronicles uh, 714, being humble, praying, seeking his face, turning from our wicked ways. But the piece about humility and prayer and the thing that was so profound for me is that sometimes we get caught up in whatever our cause is or whatever our good work that we're supposed to be doing, whatever it is, even when it's good, 
it's yeah. not good if you're not hearing from the Lord every step of the way. There needs to be a constant, That's you good. know, kind of validation that I'm still headed in the right direction. Right, Lord, I'm still checking in with you, um, you know, and specifically what God was kind of showing me is that, you know, we, we have our, 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 our principles that we live by, but we aren't listening. Here's an example. I'm not a proponent of drug use. I know that God doesn't call us to abuse drugs, but when I encounter someone who is using the Lord doesn't tell me to go and uh, say to them, Hey, you're not supposed to be using drugs. He usually tells me to talk to him about something else. Right. And, you know, just open up a conversation because he wants them to remember their humanity. He wants them to remember that there's still a day, a new day that they can try something different. And if I don't mm. look to see who they are, if I don't look to see that, that, that you're John or you're Susie first before you're any drug addict, right. you know, if, if I don't notice that about them and validate that in them, then um, I've just kind of um, just boiled them down to their sin. Right. That's good. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's that OB it's in that, even ob- being obedient to not get caught up in our good causes and in our holy life. It's, it's, it's a weird way of talking about this because it's not saying don't be holy, but um, yeah. So we're going to take a, we're going to take a break. I, I want to ask you so many questions, um, you know, cause you said that, that, you know, there's been some challenges uh, and then we're in this extremely challenging time on top of being a bit, you know, early in, in developing the church. I want to talk some more about that um, and how, uh, how the community can come alongside you as you're doing what you're doing. Um, maybe we can compare some notes there. Um, that we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back and, um, and we're going to hear more from Pastor Clint. And thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Pastor Clint Dupin. Am I saying that right? Dupin, right? I like uh, I like Dupont. 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 Okay. No, yeah, you're saying it. You're saying it perfect. I'm saying it right. Okay. Pastor Clint Dupin and his wife Michael are the pastors of East Town Church in the Bay Area and, and parents to four beautiful children. And they really have a heart for helping and serving people throughout the community. Mm-hmm. Um and um and so just kind of talking some more about that, you know, that listening as we were talking about in the last segment, listening. Uh, for direction, you know, Lord, you want me to come from Michigan to the Bay Area to plan a new church. And then, you know, we, you want us to give back and you want us to do something different in an area where, where maybe it's not as as um, common, right? Some of the things that you've been touching on, like human trafficking, maybe people weren't quite as aware about those issues or even ready to deal with them. Tell me about that your transforming experience over the last two years, what sent you here and how has, how has God been leading you to be such a blessing to organizations like love never fails? Hmm. 
Man, those are really good questions. Um, you know, one of the things I, I, I did become a real student of listening to any podcast, reading any book about startups, just because of all the correlations and all the, you know, transferable principles, you know, how you start up a business or how you start up a church. There's a lot of things that correlate. And I did find out that majority, it's by the third year, the majority of startups, what they started out to do um, looks a lot different in, in the first, you know, after the first three years, right? So you have all these dreams, you have all these hopes, but then you actually get on the ground and you actually do what, you know, matters. And so I'll just stop me if I'm going down a different road, but, Mm-mm. you know, we really felt we were at a church called Kensington Church outside of Metro Detroit. It was beautiful, great. Uh, my wife and I started their fourth campus and we were there for 10 years. It was awesome. Um, around year seven, year eight, I let, I, I really felt a calling. Um, my heart just really broke um, for people that were not coming to church and that were not hearing about the love of Jesus and did not have the opportunity. And so I just started really thinking and praying. I felt like God was leading us to start a church. I remember going to my wife and saying, Hey, uh, I think that God is calling us to start a church. (laughs) I think that God is calling us to start a church. Seriously. Her first thing that she said to me was by us, do you have a friend in your pocket? Because I'm not going to go start a church. Right. Um, So I had to now pray for her soul, you know, not just for my calling, but I had to pray for her. Um, But anyways, we started praying long story short. Um, I have always loved the Bay area. I worked in Sacramento right out of college and I always spent a lot of time in the Bay area. And I found out, um, that the Bay area is the most unchurched de uh, population in the U S. Right. So some estimate around 96 to 97% are unchurched. And so mm-hmm. unchurched means do not have a church experience. De means I used to be a part of a church, but I want nothing to do with it. Mm. So the doors begin to open. We resigned um, our position there at Kensington Church. They were so great, you know, uh, gracious to us. They helped support us. Uh, we had to go raise a lot of funds. Uh, it's not easy yeah. to live in the Bay Area. Um, yeah. And then we come here. And one of the first things that we figured out and discovered was we felt like the more we, we spent a year on the ground before launching East town and we were building, you know, a launch team, a startup team uh, in that, in that time. And one of the things that we overwhelmingly felt is like, I felt like God was telling Michael and I, we both felt this is how do you create a church um, experience for people uh, that meets the needs of the community, but doesn't necessarily look like you want it to look. Mm. And that's really, that's really taken on. It's really changed over the last couple of years. Um, and people aren't just coming to church and mm-hmm. people aren't just going to walk in because you have pour over coffee or because you have slick music or anything like that. Right. So we really wanted to create a culture and we called it um, love local and start where you live. And so yeah. we believe that the biggest impact that you can have is in your home, in your neighborhood, your workplace. Mm. Um, so that was kind of our local expression of what, what it looked like to share the gospel and to be the gospel and to start the church. We still yeah. felt that Sunday morning mattered. It, it really did. It's like, we do believe in like the gathering of believers where they can encourage each other and love each other. But I'll tell you what, to keep a vision in front of people, uh, that it's not about you. It's not about us but it's about others. And so, so we've shifted, we've pivoted our strategy. We haven't changed our mission and yeah. that's who we are. Yeah. I love that. And you can sense it. Uh, there's a, you know, it's an apostolic calling, um, you know, where you're launching people out and you're wanting people to get out into the fields and, and really, you know, and, and, and the great commission, just go get out there and, and, um, and help people one to know the Lord two to know themselves through, you know, in him. And so I just think it's, it's beautiful. You know, some of the things that we've been able to do, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, the support that you've lent to us with our, with our house, right. Um, during some difficult times at the beginning of COVID, um, one of our partners said, we can no longer support you financially. And you guys said, we'll make up the difference, you know, and did that for a, a few months and, and just really 
that blessed me so much, especially the timing of it. It was really from the Lord because yeah. I didn't plan on speaking with you about it. And you, I don't know why we happened to talk. And um, you asked me, you know, so what's going on? How are you doing? You checked in with me. I think you checked in like on purpose. Are you okay with COVID and everything? And I had just gotten the notice about this other situation. And, um, and so that blessed me so much. But then the other things, you know, being a sponsor for our gala, certainly. But I think when you, you know, have sent people like, for example, Hillary, being able to meet Hillary Vonage and, and her husband and have Hillary sit in a fight for love class with 15 survivors and be the clinical uh, support in the room that, um, that each of those women could call on after the class was over. And all of those women graduated from that program and, 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 and cited major deliverance and major um, um, breakthrough because they had the right combination of God's um, love mm-hmm. in, 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 their, in the room. And Hillary was, was part of that. And, and, you know, and so I think it's not just about giving money, right? That's awesome. Uh, You know, we certainly need the financial support, but it was about the, you were obedient to God to call me. I'm assuming he put you on my heart or maybe you just were going through your Rolodex. I don't know. No, I remember it. I remember exactly where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were obedient. You called me and the timing of it, because that email that it was actually a text I got from a partner who we love dearly, but they were going through some hard times and they said, we're going to have to cut um, what we give you in half. And I, I was just like, okay, God, okay. I trust you. I trust you. I believe you. I know you, I know you got this, you know, (laughs) and then you called, I was like the timing of it. And so that's where I think not forsaking the gathering of the brethren, making sure we're coming together in this, yeah, in this greater church, if you will, in this church that, you know, I'm thinking about you and you're thinking about me and, you know, I'm wondering how you're doing in the fi- with the fires and with the air quality and you're thinking about me and, and we're praying for each other. Uh, man, that's just so beautiful. So, so your church today, are you, I know you're doing online services cause I'm on your, um, I'm on your, I subscribe to your channel, but are you also doing outdoor or anything outdoor? No, um, we are, you know, our first thing that we're going to try outdoor is, uh, is in September and it's literally going to be, we're calling it East town pop-up and it's, you know, it's for people that are connected somehow to the East town community. I'm always about those who are not connected. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is, this is one where we're like, Hey, bring your friends if you want to, but man, I I think people drift so quickly. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, without that connection. So we're going to create something called our East town pop-up where we're going to, have random locations each month. And that's what we're going to try. Um, but in no way, shape or form um, are we, I would say we'll net, we will not meet in person um, in 2020. Okay. But we are trying, we are going to start up um, potential home parties, start up, you know, uh, watch parties yeah. um, where people can gather. We did it last Sunday with like two families that we felt safe with, that they felt yeah. safe. We did yeah. breakfast and watch the service together. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing some of that too. Some pop-ups at my church uh, and it's, it, it, or not pop-ups, but uh, watch parties as well. And that's that's been great. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to take a break. I want to talk a little bit more uh, with you about specifically about human trafficking and the kind of, you know, since we've been working on this issue, what, what does your congregation think about it? What, you know, what, what have you heard those kinds of things and how are how it are some of the individuals there responding? Uh, we heard about Hillary, but there are others. There are many others that have come also wanting to support. So I just want to open that up a little bit and we'll be right back. And uh, thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. 
I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Pastor Clint Dupin, and he is the pastor of East Town Church. And uh, we are just having a chat about how things are going, all things church and all things family and and giving back uh, during this time of COVID-19, as well as uh, with now there are 560 wildfires burning in the state Mm. of California caused by 12,000 lightning strikes. And um, uh, just right now, while we were uh, doing the show, I got a notice that there's a, some evacuating going on in Cupertino. There's it's happening in Livermore. It's, you know, all over uh, because of these lightning strikes. Mm. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's pretty freaky, right? What's going on here. It's like on one hand it we're you know, we started moving towards taking churches and services outdoors. And now we can't be outdoors because this air quality is horrible and um and and then you know some some of us never did outdoors and and you know east town didn't new hope didn't um and so we are continuing to you know reach people in different ways we're being stretched to be more creative to reconfigure things and so tell me you know as we talk about this issue of human trafficking or we've been talking about it over the last couple of years um your you know, your team has been, has come alongside us. They've said, what can we do? How can we help? What have you heard on your end? Uh, anything jump out at you? Um, aha moments, things that people are working on, maybe things that I'm not even aware of. I mean, that would be amazing to know that there was something, something underway. Um, and even if nothing more, just, just, just a heart that wants to move towards someone. Yeah. yeah, I would say, and Vanessa, I don't know if you mind if I start where my heart was first mm-hmm. kind of broken and introduced to this. Um, it was probably about 10 years ago. I, I was introduced to an organization called Love 146. Oh, and yeah. They, yeah, I, know you know, I met those guys and, you know, I think it was right after they had started this thing and my eyes were open. Like, I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, I had no right. idea. Um, and then exposed to the fact that it wasn't, you know, uh, a global, you know, it was a global issue, but it also was right there in our own backyard um, mm-hmm. where it was happening. And then I took a, I took a trip to um, my first trip to Africa was to Zambia. And I could not believe all of the connections um, to human trafficking uh, that were happening in these you know, uh, developing countries and um, how systemic the issues were, you know, because of just these impoverished areas and what people can do, will do, don't want to do, you know, for any type of just to survive and to live. So my heart broke right away. And, um, you know, we lived kind of in a hotbed in Detroit and um, Detroit Toledo was about 45 minutes away from us, which was another hotbed for human trafficking, but it became something that was very, you know, in the forefront for me. And, um, we got involved locally, we got involved globally, um, you know, when it came to human trafficking. So it it was, it was really, you know, I knew that uh, 
when we started East Town, that was going to be something that uh, was pivotal to who we were, and it was going to be a part of our a, a part of our culture. The hard part, and I'm not trying to be funny, but is not is East Town. You know, you you can't make East Town about every everything that you want it to be, right? <laughs> like, hey, we're going to only focus on this. We're going to only. But it was amazing how kind of the doors opened when we talked about love never fails. When I came back to our first team and said, Hey, listen, um, I do want to have a presence. I do want to have a purpose here in the Bay area. I know it's a huge issue. And I knew that even before moving out. And it was just so awesome that God crossed our paths. Right. And, And now we have a face to an organization that is doing some amazing work to that. So we shared it with our team. Um, there was no question. Um, I don't, I don't know how there would be a question. Like if people are like, no, I don't want to get involved in that. Um, but maybe, um, but it was something, you know, I remember taking it to Jack and Hillary and um, I, actually, I think we talked about it on Sunday morning and Jack and Hillary came right up to me um, mm-hmm. and said, Hey, this is where our heart is. And yeah. we want to, we want to be a part of that. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's never been a thing. Um, I remember we brought our entire strategic team to the gala and, um, letting them hear, I know some of them, um, gave financially, but we want to do more, right. And we want to talk about this more, uh, with our people. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's so thank you again. I mean, it's been really beautiful. And I think, I think, you know, in this time, the the ways that I see, um, you know, us as Christians, um, as you know, my husband and I pastor a church as well. And the way that we're showing up uh, for survivors of human trafficking outside of Love Never Fails is really to, um, we are doing some giving back in terms of like my, my husband and I, we went and did uh a street outreach in Stockton. It's kind of funny because we our churches in Hayward, but we did a street outreach in Stockton where we handed out some cold water from our car. Um, and, you know, that was uh, that was quite an experience and also some uh, bagged lunches. And now we weren't practicing social distancing, you know, because he had to hand the, the lunch out. Right. But we had our masks on. Uh, but, you know, even there, uh, we just felt like that with that day, the Lord laid that on my heart. Um, and I was able to drag my husband because he doesn't he, he doesn't like the heat and he doesn't he's not on the under the bridge kind of guy. It's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's so funny how God does that. Right. He's like he puts me there. I'm willing to like dig under like in the gutter somewhere to go find somebody. Yeah. And he's like, no, I am not camping. I don't like bugs. I don't. <laughs> so we, he and I are like an interesting match, but we keep it fun. But but he I was he was willing to come and we brought our kids And we loved on these people that were Mm. living under bridges and in encampments. And so, you know, I'll just put it out there to you that if you and any of your teams, like small teams, like not, you know, not doing something massive, but if any of your teams ever want to do something like that, you know, uh, with us, obviously we wouldn't go under bridges because it's a little bit too, there's just too much going on right now. I love it. But just, you know, how can we be present with these people that are um, um, really having a hard time that are, you know, out in the elements? Yeah. And, um, you know, so I'd love to do that. And then, of course, uh, Hillary and I have come up with the whole strategy to, you know, take over the world um, and heal world hunger. So we're going to keep keep going down that path. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, one thing that, uh, that, uh, I realized, so you had Tony Dungy on your, you, you actually interviewed him. I'm a huge fan. So I, you know, you, I watched you guys going back and forth and, and, um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit with you about the ways in which you are connecting with leaders in the community and bringing them into this vision that you have mm-hmm. about, giving back. And do you see people, are people saying, Hey, Pastor Clint, what should we be doing? What, you know, is this a time where people are leaning in or is everybody just still kind of head spinning and not, not really, uh, not really clear on what to do. So maybe let's take a quick break. Let's take a yeah. quick break. Cause I'd love for Sounds you to good. kind of break that down. And, uh, and then anything else that comes up 
for us, but we'll, we'll come right back. We've got some more in, in, in store here. And thanks so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are just having a good time talking with Pastor Clint from Easttown Church and um, all the various ways that, you know, we are connecting to address this issue of human trafficking and other issues in our community. Um, I want, you know, bringing it back. So I actually got a call from someone who's sitting out in Detroit. And um, so I just think it's interesting. Uh, I don't know what it means, but last week, um, it, Pastor Lorenzo uh, out in, in Detroit is has, is being tapped by uh, potentially by Cisco to do some exciting work uh, to serve the underserved with um, with uh, IT training. And we may be getting involved in that. And um and I, I was pleased to hear that, you know, that there are some leaders at Cisco that are leaning in to this uh, this group and wanting to help them to serve a predominantly black underserved population that really is in need of sustainable work and job skills. Mm. And, you know, uh, I just thought it was interesting with Detroit. Right. So um, so. You, you know, you've made these connections with like Tony Dungy and others, uh, celebrities, if you will. Do you see leaders, celebrities leaning into things like this in this season? Or is everyone um, overwhelmed like like so many of us are? I think anytime you have that leader and that passion, that apostolic thing in you where you want to keep moving forward. I think these are. These are great seasons. Right. These are seasons where um, you can get discouraged. Right. I I think it's easy to get discouraged. But I also see, you know, I've been encouraged by people stepping into uh, the racial equality, uh, racial injustices, those conversations um, and not um, just talking about it, but actually engaging in it on a personal level to learn Mm -hmm. Um, even even my journey right now is like. Mine has been eyes open, learning, repenting, um, owning, and then, you know, just trying to figure out, okay, what do we do, you know, and what, you know, what does that look like for us, um, you know, to really, uh, to really own some of that, but also do it. I, I would say to answer your question, you know, on a certain level, I've seen people lean in and say, okay, what do we need to do? And then on a, as a, I don't know if our people are listening to this or will listen to this, but there's been a lot of discouragement too, because you don't, you know, when you, when you don't meet in person, we don't have that weekly bi-monthly connection. It's hard to know where people are mm-hmm. and it's hard to know um, what people are doing. So mm-hmm. I, I find that one of my responsibilities as a leader is to over communicate Um, cast vision on a regular basis to remind people, this is who we are and this is what we're doing. Um, I love that we had the vision from the very beginning is that we never wanted to be a Sunday morning only church. 
mm-hmm. that our impact will be determined um, by a local response and a global response. And mm-hmm. the worst thing that could ever happen, my nightmare would be, is that our doors are closed and people say, well, we got to go figure out another church, is that we mm-hmm. wouldn't be missed. Right. That schools, that local partner schools, um, that love never fails, that different organizations like, no, 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 that can't happen. Yeah. Um, so that's, I, I feel like we're right in the middle of cultivating that in people's hearts. Um, yeah. Right now, I feel like there's a lot of different things that are happening, you know, and a lot of different things people can get sidetracked on. And how do you maintain focus and how do you maintain um, just keeping that in front of your leaders, in front of your people to say, hey, this is what we're going to continue to focus on. Here's our commitment. And this is what we're going to do. Does that answer your question? Yeah. No, I think I think what, what I hear you saying is that um, you're you're continuing to keep, uh, encourage people to lean in, you know, in your sphere, if you will, by keeping the vision in front of them. And you've already I love that, too, that in this season, you know, so people say, well, what's different about love never fails right now. And I say to them, well, you know, the thing that's different is that people actually are taking, people actually have the time to see the problem that we've been trying to solve that has been there all along. It's not like the problem just all of a sudden crept up. Yeah. It's gotten worse because there's more online trafficking and activity going on right now. And people are more desperate in this season because they're out of work. Um, But, um, but, you know, if anything, it's actually shined a light on things that need to be done mm-hmm. and, 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 and really lit it up. Um, and, 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 and on the pain and the hurt of the people that was always there, that we just were too busy to see. And, and so what I, you know, one thing I love about your original vision is that you were always designed to notice it. Mm-hmm. Love local. You're always designed to go after and notice that there were people that were in your community that needed to be seen and cared for. I, I agree. And Vanessa, the ones that are um, the ones that s- step into that adventure and that challenge and that invitation I find in this season are the most encouraged. Mm. Um, I find that the ones that I I just think um, shelter in place, quarantine is having devastating effects on mental health, on people right now. It's getting them to focus on themselves um, and, and it's devastating. And so I think a responsibility of the church and leaders is to keep people focused on the Great Commission, right? Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, not of all Christians, right? Not of all people that look like you, but right. what does that look like in this season? That's why his mission statement is, is so versatile. It's like it can't be contained by one season of life. Mm-mm. And so... Yeah. I just think like as long as we can do that as leaders, and I think that's the gift that you have is to keep that in front of people. And there's going to be people that come and go and don't share the same vision and don't share the same mission. Um, But this is what God called us to. And I'll tell you what, it's amazing that God loves us so much that he placed you on my heart that one day. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Made me cry. (laughs) So I I just think like, that's how we have to look at it is like, I I tell our people all the time, you don't just randomly think of people. God's placing his children on your heart. They must need something to be encouraged. Yeah. And you you, figure out what that is and step into it. Worst thing you can do is not step into it. Right. Yeah. And I still remember you said, you just called me. You're like, Hey, I'm just checking in. How's everything going? And I'm like, what? what (laughs) you know and so it was um it was just it was definitely uh answered prayer and um i'm grateful for that so thank you yeah so you know we only have a little bit more time but i i wanted to just give you an opportunity to share um how can people be more included in what you're doing at east town and and um 
and get involved in those watch parties or, you know, watch your online services? You know, how, how might someone be inv- get involved in that? Yeah. I mean, this response probably sounds strange and I'll probably have a better response than right when we hang up from this call. Um, <laughs> but I, I just think like, you know, we always encourage anybody and everybody can get, you know, can watch us online. I think there's so many great things that are happening online right now um, from yeah. churches and organizations. Um, but if it doesn't cause you um, to to do something about advancing the kingdom, um, if right now, you know, you're not engaged in something where it's causing you to live a sacrificial lifestyle. And I think we're being forced into it, whether we want it or not right now. We have a theology right now. I see it. I'm getting way off, but we have a theology in America right now that our American theology is more important than what Jesus actually teaches. And so I think we're trying to be faithful to that. We're trying to figure it out. I fail all the time, yeah. um, but we're a community that continues to elevate the name of Jesus And, and we're going to do it wrong, but at the same time is like, we're, we're going to be faithful to do what God is asking us to do. And so I would just ask people, it's like, there's no better offer than what Jesus makes. There's none. Yeah. And um, if you do, it's like what I said at the beginning, if there is a better offer, give your life to that. But living a generous sacrificial life, there's nothing more fulfilling. And that's what we call people to. Amen. Can't, couldn't have said it better. Wow. Beautiful. Yay. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Um, I'm going to share a few things about um, events that are going on in the community, ways that you can plug into the work that we're doing. And uh, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com. PitchPerfectPresentations.com Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are so grateful to Pastor Clint from Easttown Church for being with us today. Thank you for that. Um, we're just so blessed by you and um, all of uh, your family and the rest of the church family that is there that has supported us over the years. And uh, we want to invite your, you know, your community and anyone who's listening uh, to continue to get involved with us. We are con- we are now uh, we've adopted uh, four hotels, one in wow. Oakland. Um, one, uh, two in Hayward, and now one in Pittsburgh. And so we are serving uh, those uh, individuals that live in those hotels with toiletries, with uh, food, snacks, water, and we're dropping it off every Wednesday as part of our uh, Hope in a Future project, which is a survivor leader initiative. They, uh, Vanessa Powell, she dreamt up this idea, and we have partnered with her to bring it forward. And now we are, uh, we, there are 200 units in Pittsburgh. There are 55 at Heritage Inn in in Hayward, 20 at Casablanca in Hayward, and uh, 25 in Oakland. And we are serving all of those individuals in that way. So if anybody wants to support that work, you can drop off anything you'd like to um, our our, uh, volunteer and outreach coordinator, Felicia Salazar. And that is from 10 to 12 on Wednesdays. 
at um, our store, our community store, which is 22580 Grand Street in Hayward. That's 10 to 12. And just give Felicia an email, just letting her know you're coming. And that's Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A at com. Also, we have moved all of our store operations online and you will find such cute stuff if you and and great looking stuff for guys too there's some there's like nine pairs of brand new uggs shoes for guys size nine on there there's um, michael kors purses and shoes and they're all available at store.loveneverfailsus.com very competitive pricing and it's just a beautiful outlay Um, we hope that you will support us in that way so that we can continue to to educate and employ survivors uh, that are in our homes and also that are in our communities. And lastly, if you are um, if you're uh, unemployed, if you know someone who is, if you are homeless or you've been trafficked or you've been in domestic violence, if you've if you're undocumented, uh, we want to encourage you to consider a career in IT and start that by going on to our our free uh, online classes. Uh, as a Cisco Networking Academy, we're extending in them to you free at this time during COVID-19. Uh, and you can enroll today at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IET biz. You can also enroll in our upcoming grant funded uh, cohort for Google IT. And you can do that at the same link, loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT biz. I think that's it. Um, we, again, just want to encourage you to just uh, continue to keep us in your prayers. And, of course, uh, always remember to love one another. Um, don't don't uh, forget to pray for one another and be present with one another. We thank you so much. And if you haven't heard it from us before or if you need to hear it again, we want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance. Give up your